ladies Lock and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first of hopefully many white men on NCAA football shows. This is TD coming at you from the Great White North, where it is only uh, 10 p.m., but uh, as we head into fall, getting a little uh, crispy out there, so good football, time to talk about football. Uh, what this is going to turn into, folks, uh, is uh, we're going to be joined in a few minutes by uh, Mr. Tom Robinson, T.R. Shock, uh, to give his uh, insight into the uh, weekend uh, NCAA schedule. Uh, now I'll put in my two cents. And uh, this is going to be the uh, what we're going to call the free uh, handicapping show. And then next week, if you want the goods, you'll have to give up a little something-something on the Patreon page. Won't be much. Uh, we'll keep it as cheap as we can, particularly if uh, we're any good. Then we might have to raise the price. You never know. But uh, we're going to try to uh, give you guys a way to make a few bucks especially with the uh, betting being open season on betting in the United States. So, um, and as usual, uh, Tom will be here in a, in a couple of minutes, so I'm told. Um, some uh, interesting uh, matchups already this weekend. Um, Michigan State uh, survived a scare uh, against Utah State. They had a late uh, touchdown for the win. Um Another uh, top 25 action, uh, Wisconsin is uh, putting the boots to Western Kentucky. No surprise there. 34-3 to in the fourth quarter. Uh, Stanford all over San Diego State, 31-10. Uh, to That's also late in the, or early in the fourth quarter. Uh, and the uh, University of Central Florida laid a beating on uh, UConn, uh, 56-17. That's the 21st-ranked uh, UCF. Um, the schedule coming up for Saturday, at least as far as the top 25 is concerned. We're going to look at a few other games also. But uh, you've got Ohio State, uh, not a, much of a challenge against Oregon, one state, one wouldn't think. Uh, Oklahoma uh, playing Florida Atlantic. I'm not even sure why that's on the schedule. That's ridiculous. Uh, TCU is at, at Southern. Uh, Texas playing Maryland. Uh, number two, Clemson, is at Furman College, which is another one I can't quite figure out why they you – know, Clemson needs to be playing better competition than that, even in week one. Uh, number three, ranked Georgia at Austin, PA, or however you say that. I'm not even sure. PA, Pi, Austin Pi, not sure. Uh, big game at uh, uh, 3.30. Uh, number six, Washington, and number nine, Auburn. That should be a good one. Um, we got Penn State uh, at home to Appalachian State. Uh, West Virginia on the road to Tennessee. Uh, USC at home to UNLV. That should be a slam dunk for USC. Uh, number 22, Boise State playing Troy. Then at uh, 7.30, another kicker. Uh, number 14, Michigan at number 12, Notre Dame. Um, maybe not the greatest game to bet on because I think that's pretty much even up at this point. But a hell of a game to uh, to watch on television. And, of course, uh, Alabama at Louisville at Alabama, uh, Bowling Green at Oregon. And then on Sunday, we got number eight Miami against uh, number 25 LSU. And on Monday, a rare Monday game, uh, number 20 Virginia Tech at number 19 Florida State. And with that, our man T.R. Shock is in the house. Tom Robinson, how are you tonight? 
Yowza, yowza, yowza. It's our favorite time of the year, Timbo. Um, football, it's, uh, you know, I think you, uh, like myself, favor the NFL, but uh, college is good enough. Yeah, I, I've got enough love for college football. It's, uh, you know, Saturdays we're getting uh, pretty empty there, my friend. Pretty boring, and uh, now at least there's a little something-something to watch on the tube and maybe throw a few bucks out if you're so inclined. Yeah, um, I just, you know, had my other uh, career. I'm a man of many hats, so I, I heard you going over some of the top games. I didn't hear uh, your beginning segment. Um, but if you said this already, I apologize. Next week with the incarnation of the NFL, week one, along with uh, last week was kind of week zero, as John McAdam put it on our preview show of college because there was a few games, but this is really the kickoff week. And so it'll be week two technically of uh, NCAA and NFL for Tim and Tom. That will still be, exist of course, with our sarcastic look at the world, but the other times you'll get together for Tim and Tom. We'll be a Patreon. We are joining Patreon. And uh, that's why we're giving you a free show tonight to, uh, to get up on your guy and trust us. And uh, as soon as we hit football with a running start, you're going to love us. You're going to own the bookmaker's house, et cetera. Let's hope. This is, what we, this is no our, hope. This is our goal. It. This is our goal is to break every bookie in North America. If, uh, if you listen to every show, we are taping. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll figure out subscriptions and, and so forth uh, this week. But everything will be recorded, uh, so if so if any strange profiles of creepy, lonely guys go on there and dispute our records, uh, you'll have them on tape, so we won't even acknowledge those people from this point yes, forward. Yes, it will be a matter of public record, and, and uh, I didn't get into it before, but now that you have, that, uh, now that you have arrived, uh, we are, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, we, will, we will toot our own horns when we are correct but we will also take our, our knocks when we're not. Um, there'll be no hiding behind the uh, uh, clever wordings or any of this sort of stuff. If if I'm 15 and 0, you're going to hear about it, and if I'm 0 and 15, uh, uh, you're going to hear about that too. So um, I'll stand, we will stand behind our, our predictions, be they good or, or uh, however they turn out, I guess. Mostly good, though, because we're just those kind of guys. But uh, uh, if you want to hop right into this, Thomas, or you want to get in the toe deep first. Uh you know, we can we can hop right into it. Um I uh you know I'm kind of uh after the show I'm actually gonna attempt to go to sleep maybe being the night owl that I am because you know it's a pretty cool day the first day of college when you know noon comes around and you got like ten different games and possibly more depending on which cable and package you got and everything and it's a pretty badass day tomorrow opening day yeah yeah it's it's uh, you know labor day weekend so uh a man who labors should enjoy his labor day weekend um absolutely kind of a tradition and always has been in this house anyway um i thought what we'd do is we'll hit the top 25 and then we will sure. uh, a, a select um uh a sampling of uh as you put it, uh, programs uh, worthy of note. Um, so, getting right at her, starting at noon tomorrow, we have 
and uh, I don't know how you feel about this one. Uh, Oregon State at number five, Ohio State. Without Urban Liar, as everybody's used to play on words. Without the guy who, in all honesty, if he was anybody else, probably would not have a job, but somehow danced around, (laughs) managed to dance around the NCAA sanctions yet again, and has got a three-week holiday. But uh, that's another story for another show. Um, Due to my haste, I I have a question for you. Sure. Which have we have we narrowed down which uh, site we're going to use the official line for? Um, no, we haven't. But okay, uh, if you have a preference, I, I really don't. I'm using uh, Odd Shark because it's all on one. Uh, I can get the spread and the uh, uh, time and the everything. money line. I get the spread and the money line, and then it's only one click to get the over under so i'm that's what i that's what i that's where i'm at so i don't know if that works for you but all right uh, for for this week we're using is it oddsshark.com it's oddsshark.com yes all right so and this is currently uh saturday morning just past midnight um so if the line switches uh, by, you know, game time tomorrow, 19 points, uh, we're going by what the line is right now. Well, they have uh, – that's the other thing there. They have, um, you know, about 28 places you could go bet at, and then they have the opening, and that's what we'll be using, I guess, is what it opened at. Because it's pretty no, – no. uh, some, some of the games have moved use, a bit, but – Well, how well use, the, use, use the most – Use the most current. Like, uh, does it have a does it have a current? Well, they they have the, the opening, can, and then they have every other. You know, then they have the individual places you could actually go place a bet at. Uh, I'm sorry, Unless we have to do this really, on the you air. That's my fault. You want to use? Send me to where yeah, you we want gotta, me to go because we we gotta I'm go with okay current with line. Current line is huge. What, um, I don't know what the ESPN. They have a current one or Score, not. Scoresandodds.com has always been pretty, is what I went by last mm-hmm. year. Well, that's fine. Uh, they they will show uh, the open, but then they should move it, and right next to it should show uh, current. Scoresandodds.com. Let's see. We apologize for the interruption. That's why we're doing the show. Okay, yeah, no, no, that's fine. Uh, that's got the money line. The current, uh, yeah, all right, this should be all right. I just have to find where I'm at Saturday. Uh, how do you get to Saturday on here? It'll probably say tonight, tomorrow, up on the right, top left. Oh, uh, yes, today, this. Overnight this week, I guess it would be a no. That's why you guys are getting this for free because I had to work late tonight. So you're getting free money by putting up with us right now, people. Um, well, it's bringing up for today. Are they calling that overnight then? I guess. 
overnight lines for September 1st. NCA. Yeah, I guess, okay. Yeah, I guess I guess that's what we're working with. So uh, now we just have to find. Yes, I'm surprised they don't have this because the games are just everywhere. Hmm. See, and they don't have odds for every game here yet. Okay, Oregon State at Ohio State. So you may be for some people who don't know. See, this doesn't like this doesn't even have. Boy, this is making us look like idiots here. But this doesn't even have the money line for that game for tomorrow. It has the current. Well, uh, uh, it has a for the record. Uh, I'm not putting out a money line on anything. I'm putting out complete spread. We don't. We only want to go on case. See, they don't have that either. They just have a. Uh, current, uh, I'm gonna get. I, I assume that's what that is. It's uh, minus forty to Ohio State. Yeah, that's accurate. Uh, Ohio State's a huge favorite. Right, but that's what's the spread? Forty. Okay, so they're they're saying that Ohio State's going to win by at least forty points. Yes, the, the Vegas. Oh. Is, is right, telling you that okay. if you feel like Ohio State's going to win fifty-six to nothing, you're obviously betting Ohio State. Put your money uh, But if you feel if you feel it's going to be even remotely competitive, uh, then you would take. It's Oregon State, is it? Yes. Yeah, I have. No, I have a, my computer is down, so I have nothing in front of me. Um, <clears throat> Let me look at. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. Where I'm at, at the other one, that they've got Ohio State by 38 points. So, um, yeah, so yeah I just want the most current, just the most current line that I can, because that's big. Well, if it, you know, if it lands on 39, the people will pitch that we lost. You know. Well, they're currently fair enough. So currently, it's it's 40. So okay. Well, it doesn't fucking matter. To me, they're going to make a statement with their coach out, and they're going to win by 40. I mean, it's stupid. to. I wouldn't put this out on Patreon like one of our money plays, but I'm going to tell you that they're going to, they're going to romp them. They're going to beat the piss out of them. They might well, we're going to hit, yeah, yeah, that's why we're going to hit the 25, because people are going to, whether those bets are, are uh, what you would classify as the, uh, maybe a smart bet, People are still going to bet on the top 25 games because it's, well, the top 25, right? Yeah, Ohio State in a, in a runaway from this end. Uh, uh, I've seen them putting up 56 or 62 or something of that nature and not letting up very many. That is quite possible. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, usually the um, week one games you see a lot of uh, – a lot of programs go with the big, uh, the big mismatch, because uh, for that very reason they want to throw up some, uh, they want to make a statement in week one. I guess you could say. Um, now, I, don't, so, I don't know. I don't know your take, Tim. Before, uh, like, we won't take too much time on each game, but this game in particular, I'll take a little more time. I don't know your your feeling on it, but I think because of the controversy that. 
the interim head coach will be, you know, Jack to the gills to have his three weeks in the sun and he will pull no punches and, and want to, he will not like if Urban Meyer, nothing had happened. Um, the name escapes me, but his wife Courtney was the one who reported the alleged uh, abuse that Urban Meyer didn't know about, quote unquote, and they thought he lied or whatever the case may be. That started this whole thing. Um, Zach Smith, I think the the assistant coach was. Anyway, um, had that not went down, I don't even know where I would stand on this game. But because he's out, team and the new interim coach for week one at least will just come out all cylinders clicking and the fans will be going nuts, et cetera. So I go Ohio State. Yeah, well, I, I, it's just – yeah, that's – good. I mean, they're at home. The crowd's going to be pumped. There's going to be uh, the whole let's get even with the NCAA, Urban Meyer's the man, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you, know how, you know how they – you know how they – yeah, well, you know how they paint that stuff, right? He didn't do nothing wrong. He gets screwed by the NCAA. Uh, everybody hates Ohio State. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's win one for the Gipper, blah, 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 blah. So they'll go out there and lay a beating on uh, on whoever they're playing. Uh, yeah, I don't That's the that. way I see it. Yeah, I'd have I'd I'd have to agree with you there. Uh, all right, next up we got uh, in another uh, classic, uh, Florida Atlantic University at number seven Oklahoma. And surprisingly, the the line on that is only twenty points to Oklahoma. And uh, do you have where it's being played as well? It's in Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, this is not a real. Uh, it's not a, a play I would put out like say next week or whatever. But uh, Florida Atlantic, from what I've been told from people who are closer to the NCAA than I am, is not half bad. Um, they mustn't be with that line. No, and <laughs> Oklahoma's. Uh, controversial quarterbacks now playing for the Browns. So, uh, this is also, I I might, uh, for this week, I'll endorse, uh, later uh, there's some picks that I strongly like, I guess you can read between the lines if you're listening. Uh, and that would be kind of the money plays when we set up the Patreon page. But, uh, you know, if you're just looking for action, your man, takes 10 bucks, you're tired of listening to the old lady and you want to watch TV with a competitive edge, i take the dog here plus the 20. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, at first glance, that just looks like uh, uh, you know, 20 points is not even three touchdowns. Um, right. But like I say, I, I'm not particularly familiar with Florida Atlantic, so... Um, I'm going to guess there's there's something there because that line, and it's the same everywhere, you know, right around hovering right around 20 points. So that's uh, that's not a bad uh, that's not a bad shot. You know, they uh, they get lucky and maybe throw a touchdown up on the board or something, and uh, they may ha- they may cover that. So yes, sir. Yeah, there's yeah there's there's room to uh, there's room on that one. Um, we're going to uh, 
Southern place at number 16 TCU, but there's no line on that game. I, I'm going to guess, is that one that's so bad that uh, even Vegas doesn't want to touch it? Is that what Yeah, uh, prob- probably so. That's what they're saying TCU. there. All right, so we'll just, we'll just roll that is, um, that one. A much, much bigger program than Southern. So. Uh, then we've got uh, number 23, Texas, on the road to Maryland. And the line is surprisingly tight on this one, too. Um, uh, where, where do we have it over here? Uh, minus 13.5 to Texas. And, yeah, uh, Texas I will, is I, the favorite. I will throw in here that this is... Uh, this is the uh, Odd Sports, one of their hot picks. Uh, what's it, a tease, a click, uh, clickbait tease? Yes, to see their hot of picks? course. So, of course. <laughs> this, is, this is one that where there's some, there must be some pretty heavy, some pretty heavy action. That, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you, um, 13 and a half, that, that, as it's said in the gambling world, 13 and a hook. That hook can be crucial for a bad beat um, when you're laying your money. Uh, Texas, the whole world does not, the whole betting world and the whole, you know, hardcore sports fan does not believe in Texas. Uh, Maryland obviously had a death situation in uh, one of their players. and There was a scandal because of the, Training and uh, overtraining and so forth and uh, the practice and uh, <clears throat> but Maryland's not a bad team and the whole world's on Maryland. That particular game scares me because everybody is seems to be in love with Maryland and I hate when everybody likes one side. But I'm going to hold my nose and say take the 13 and a half with Maryland. Should be a competitive game. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't take Texas. I mean, I wouldn't take Maryland outright, but I, I think they'll hang tight and keep it within ten. Fair enough. Uh, all right, moving along to keep this moving. Um, I'm just looking because I'm pretty sure this one doesn't have any odds either. Uh, I have to wonder, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in here because there's a couple games here that don't have any odds. And, and I have to wonder, like, what is Cle- number two Clemson? Uh, perennial powerhouse, or at least in the last couple of years anyway. What are they doing playing Furman College? Getting their record to 1-0. <laughs> and, uh, I guess. But, I mean, really. Like, there, you want to talk about one of the problems that NCAA football has? There's one right there. These teams that are, you know, if you're ranked in the top 20, come on, like suck it up and play a fucking team worth playing. Good Lord. I mean, I don't even know what the score is going to be in that, but I shudder to think. Uh, You know. Uh, It's intriguing to to think what the line would be. Um, Obviously, it's going to be a a blowout. Clemson is – over the last several years, has built up a, a reputation, and a, you know that Dabo Sweeney, everybody wants to play for him. So he's got some five-star recruits. So if you can find well, a yeah. uh, sucker, if I you guess can find you would, a firm. Yeah, you would, I don't even know where that is. I got nothing. 
if you can find a Furman alumni who's drunk, uh, you know, give them like three to one odds. Bet him a hundred bucks that Clemson. No line, just say Clemson or Furman. Maybe he won't know that Clemson's that much better, and he'll take you on the money line. But uh, you know, you know, I guess. But uh, I suppose each program to their own, uh, because then you've got number three Georgia. They're also playing Austin. What is it? Austin Pay? Austin P A? Austin P. Austin P. That's who they're playing, and that's also one that the, the line won't touch. Um, we can't get a line on the Bulldogs either, huh? No, unfortunately. Uh, and then, though, then you've got an, a, a program who usually uh, one of my favorites, even though they let me down almost every year. But uh, one who plays, uh, looks at that stuff a little differently. Uh, we got number six, Washington, at number nine, Auburn. And the line is yeah, two I'll- to Auburn. I'm going to wait till I hear what you have to say. I have a. This would be a strong pick for me. Um, but well, I'm a Washington guy, and from what I've read and understand, this is going to be a battle of Washington's offense against Auburn's Versus defense. Auburn's defense. Yeah. That's what this is going to be. So if Washington can throw the ball and run it every now and then to keep Auburn honest, they got they they'll win. If they can't. Auburn's going to stick it to them. The game is in Auburn, so that does. Um, but the weather is going to be, weather's not going to be a factor. Uh, calling for 88 degrees and uh, uh, thunder thunderstorms, but nothing serious. So uh, I'm I'm looking at Washington to cover this one. All right. Well, we will disagree. Um, Two-point game which means a field goal can cover for the home team. <clears throat> and I think Auburn is very aware of the division they play in. And if they go 0-1, they might be done at the, at the jump when when they're playing in the division with the Alabamas and the Georgias of the world. So I think they're aware of that. And I'm just never a believer in in the recent history of – the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Washington, to their credit, is uh, – I am taking long on every fucking game, ain't I? Um, <clears throat> no, we're doing fine. Washington is uh, is supposed to be the cream of the crop out west. I hear what you're saying. Um, explosive offense. If this were uh, in a different place, a different game, you know, I might be with you with uh, – a lot of points, and that doesn't mean I'm right. It, you could be correct. You could have the correct take on this. This is uh, so listeners know we disagree on this. Uh, but I would lay the two with Auburn. May make you sweat in the beginning. Yeah, that's not one. That's not one of those ones where I'm 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 not like a hundred percent sold. I just uh, I'm leaning towards uh, I'm I'm, le- I'm leaning towards offense winning over on defense. Like I, I could easily be wrong on that, but that's that's my take on that one. Uh, moving on, uh, we've got number ten Penn State at home to Appalachian State. Uh, the line is uh, minus twenty four to Penn State. Um, I'm going to say that's an easy cover for Penn State. Appalachian State, to their credit, 
it's almost the reverse of what you talked about with Clemson. Every year they seem to schedule a fucking monster. They they upset Michigan several years ago. I'm sure you remember that opening day, whatever year that was. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about oh, that. You're a Michigan guy, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I don't so want to remember, talk about that. So, <laughs> oh, I so you do that. remember. Oh, God, um, yes. So Appalachian State's always a sneaky little team, but uh, no Saquon Barkley. I mean, uh, we're going to disagree again, though. I think, uh, or no, I think you did. You, did you say Penn State? Yeah, I said Penn State's a cover for Penn State. Yeah, uh, 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 no Cinderella that's here a, for me. I'm, I'm thinking that's another program that is on the uh, maybe not on a rebuild, but they're on a right. uh, they're on a uh, what's the word? Uh, they're on a rebuild reload. Field. Yeah, well, and they're you know they're trying to get their mojo back and trying to make everybody forget about all the shit that went on there. Um, and they they got a they got a pretty decent team from what I know, so uh, I can't see them at home. Twenty four points, uh, that's a cover for me. Beaver uh, Stadium, baby. All right, uh, now uh, this one is my judgment is slightly clouded. Uh, number 17, West Virginia, on the road to Tennessee. Uh, the line is oh, uh, nine boy. and a half. The, low, the, the line is only nine and a half to West Virginia. I, I, uh, you know, it, it's uh, uh, my friends on one side, Tony Basilio and John McAdam. Basilio is based in Knoxville, and McAdam, that's always been his favorite team in college for some reason, which I don't know, but I know he was a Peyton Manning fan way back then. But And then there is our lovable third Doofus part of this organization. Yes, the wacky pharmacist. Uh, who, who, when he told me he was getting his white coat, I thought he meant he was being committed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, he he he's he's admitted that he's not you know a in Morgantown other than uh, for he's such, not a big college football as, guy. So yeah, but his love his love for his home state is deep. So I think he's got a good team. Uh, he, uh, their program, to their credit, is always good. But uh, Tennessee, man. They, they, I hate. I hope Tony and John aren't listening, but I don't think Tennessee's deserving of a single-digit line with West Virginia. I think West Virginia will destroy them. I, I, I don't know. Uh, like there again, full disclosure. Um, like college football, but I'm not a hardcore. I, I, I have to tell people that. But my, my, my knowledge of Tennessee is all historical Tennessee. I don't know anything, or, or or never hear anybody say anything about well, Tennessee's got that up and coming stud running back or whatever it is. I don't hear these things. Um, I think they're a program that was once considered a powerhouse and isn't anymore. Um, I think West Virginia. I think West Virginia is getting uh, they're getting hosed here because you've got people. This is this is West Virginia getting hosed because West Virginia doesn't have very many people in it. So the people betting. They're getting out bet, and that's why the line's only nine and a half. Uh, I think West Virginia rolls all over Tennessee. Just all right. my opinion. Uh, moving on. 
here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about West Virginia. Uh, no, yeah, I got nothing. Um, UNLV at number 15, USC. And the line is 26.5 to USC. USC at home. I'm taking Jerry Tarkanian, Larry Johnson, Stacy. Uh, yeah, if it was Stacey if it was the if it was the '80s uh, '90s running Rebels, uh, that would be a no-brainer. But <laughs> yeah, I, actually, uh, I make I I make the joke, but I am taking UNLV with the points. I was about to say, what does uh, USC has lost their quarterback? I don't know who they got at the helm now. Uh. Okay, well, J.T. Daniels will become just the second true freshman ever to start a season as USC's quarterback. A lot of pressure. You betcha, especially at a program with another one that seems to kind of hang in the, you know, they're in the top 25 usually, but that's a storied, that's a storied franchise again that, you know, you can go back 50 years and throw names around and and that sort of thing. Uh Twenty-six and a half. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a little heavy for me. I, I don't know a lot about UNLV. I don't know what they bring to the to the field, but uh, I always found that the USC, the the, the the West Coast teams, USC, um, UCLA, Cal, Stanford, they're all kind of overrated. Uh, they get a little a lot of West Coast hype that I, I don't know that they really deserve. Uh, that being said, twenty six and a half, eh? I'm gonna US I'll I'll take USC to cover on that one. All right. Uh now we have a this is an interesting one. Maybe you've got something to fire out about this. Uh number twenty two Boise State at Troy. But the line is only minus ten to BSU. Yes, it is. Um this is another a, a game that a lot of the wise guys, so to speak, have zeroed in and penciled in. And as I said earlier, I hate to go with them, um, but I, I must in week one and take Troy and hold my nose again with the 10 at home, uh, Boise State every year. Uh, you know, it's always fun to see them play at home with that fucking uh, wood color. Blue field. Uh, my, I've, b- blue field. My, sometimes my shitty TVs over the years have looked purple. But uh, anyway, that's a personal issue. I apologize. Um, but, yeah, at home they're just uh, one of those teams that all of a sudden creeps up into the top 20 every year and, and beats people 59 to nothing and so forth. But on the road the program is not – as effective usually, and uh, and Troy ain't half bad. And my source of that information, uh, if he's wrong in his uh, smartening me up to teams to look out for, then uh, we'll fix that in week two. But that's why this is a free show. But I'm taking Troy plus the 10. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe assumption. Uh, Boise State uh... – you know, they're another program. Like they're they're one of those ones too that I always kind of wonder why they're in the top twenty-five. They're they're okay, but they never really. I mean, the last time I remember really them really doing anything was that uh, uh, 
uh, I don't even remember what bowl game it was. It was a few years back already. That unbelievable uh, where they did two trick plays to win the against I believe it was against Oklahoma. Yeah. They, uh, flea flickered uh, and then they did some. They did two or three incredibly crazy. Then they went for two to win instead of kicking for the tie because they the guy knew yeah. that they were they were spent. They had nothing left. Um, yeah, ten points is not a whole lot in college football. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to say I'll, I'll go with Troy on that one too to to, to beat the spread on that. Yeah. Then what is my game of the week? Not necessarily from a betting standpoint. I imagine actually from a betting standpoint, it would be a no touch. Number fourteen Michigan at number twelve Notre Dame, and the line is minus one to Michigan. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, if you want to speak on this, you can because this is a strong play for me. You have any take go, on yeah, your no, squad? No, go ahead. I'll, I'll 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 tidy up when you're done. All right. There's a <clears throat> two guys that I actually saw in person uh, a week ago Saturday. Uh, tomorrow week week ago yeah, uh, tomorrow. Uh, Jeff Baldron a longtime friend from the Florida area who's a wrestling fan uh, and podcast host, and Jamie Ward are both nutty, insane Notre Dame guys. I'm sure you've met them in your time. Um, I love both of those boys, but, uh, you know, I never got that let's get a uh, plane trip out to South Bend and yada, yada. Um, Notre Dame is – a historic program and always get good recruits, et cetera, but have never recently seemed to just get past the top 10 and Michigan. On the other hand, this is in my opinion, a make or break season for Jim Harbaugh. I don't think uh, he's in danger of being fired. They talked about the hot seat on the preview but I think that this is the year where he has to, uh, and he's got that Shea Patterson, I believe it is, the quarterback from uh, transfer. Um, really good quarterback uh, starting for Michigan. Uh, this I would put out on the Patreon. I put it out anywhere. Michigan. I mean, I'm not. Gonna, it's not going to be a blowout. I, I wouldn't imagine, but I believe Michigan will be a contender all year, possibly a playoff team. And they will make Notre Dame fans angry tomorrow and easily cover one point. Fair enough. Um, yeah, my take on this has always been uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh uh, is hasn't really done a whole lot since he got to Michigan, and yet he still almost has godlike status there because he is a Michigan guy. Um, if he if he puts together any kind of a season this year, he's he's safe for the next five. Um, I know we I know I Mich- bring up wrestling too much. Go ahead, I'll let you finish. Michigan, if Shea Patterson is the real deal, which by all reports he is, now they could be wrong on that. I mean, we haven't really seen him. Game action is all you know, practice and all that's all one thing. If he's the real deal, Michigan is a potential. Uh, playoff team. Yeah, you know their uh, defense not, will be there. Yeah, if he's not, 
then they're they're mediocre. Um, but one point, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, I I think I think Michigan rolls into West, into Notre Dame and and uh, lays a beating on Notre Dame. I think you're going to see the real Michigan with that defense pounding, and if they never, you know, they never really had much behind the on the offensive end of the ball the last year or two. The quarterbacks were always kind of iffy. Quarterback by committee, that never works. You 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 need one guy out there to take control and kick some ass. Um, I like Michigan this year. I think their their 14 ranking is pretty weak sauce. I think they're a better team than that. Um, yeah, I'd say they cover that, and then some would be. Made. I find that pretty low, pretty low for them as well. Um, well, there again, you're getting you're getting Notre Dame being Notre Dame, right? You got the Catholic angle, uh, the historic angle. They get, I mean, a lot of people are just diehard Notre Dame fans, and would bet for them even when they shouldn't. And that this I think is one of those games where you know you're you're betting with your your heart instead of with your head. So my alma mater, or especially like for the Catholic angle, particularly, I mean that that does still play pretty strong in the United States. So um, I think Notre Dame's got a decent team, but uh, I think they're going to find out they're not as good as they think they are come tomorrow. Sounds sounds like sounds like uh, we're on the same page. And I, uh, speaking of page, uh, let me bring up pro wrestling for no reason. But it's a little trivia note that I think you're probably aware of. But in case you're not, I'll tell you and uh, our listening audience that Brian Pillman, Flying Brian, the late Brian Pillman, was the college roommate. But now I'm going to mess it up because I'm not sure if it's Jim or John Harbaugh. And if you know the story, you could feel free to correct me which um, one it was. But. I want to say John by virtue of, I think he's the older of the two. Okay. But I could be 142% wrong on that. Uh, well, whichever whichever coach, whether it be uh, Jim at Michigan, no, that, that, this doesn't make sense either because, you know, they've both coached in, in the pros and so forth. So forget that. Uh, one of them damn brothers invited Rick Flair to talk to their pro team and uh and the initial connection was uh that they were friends with the late Brian Pillman, et cetera. So well, where did and ex well, where did Pillman actually. go to school at? I was hoping you weren't gonna ask me that because I didn't prepare for this and I forget. Um, okay, well let me He was a standout me, probably in Ohio uh, somewhere. Now that we're going down this rabbit hole, let's go down it, you know let's not a problem. This is our this is our Patreon show. We can do what we want. Uh, we we go down the rabbit hole for a minute. No one's going to mind. Um, okay, he went to college where? <sighs> Miami University in Oxford, Miami of Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, Miami of Ohio. So where would he have been a room? Oh, he was. You're saying in his playing days he was a yes, a roommate yes. of of one of them. Correct. Okay. Correct. Well, that's a little easier too, because I don't think. Uh, okay. Well, Jim John was the. 
he was a coach at Cincinnati from 89 till 96, uh, which is when and Pillman played in Cincinnati in 84. That doesn't add up. And Jim, let's have a look at Jim Harbaugh. I guess they, they may have been doing something else, too. It maybe doesn't have anything to do with football, either. Uh, where's Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh. Okay, well, he never was anywhere near Cincinnati, so I don't know. That's I will. More, that's going to require further research. I will get back to you, which Harbaugh. Uh, the next show, the next uh, NFL slash NCAA football show. Okay, well, this is going actually going fairly quick, so we'll have we got time to because uh, the next one also number eighteen Mississippi State uh, at home to Stephen F. Austin has no line. Um, so moving on, uh, Louisville at number one Alabama. Um, surprisingly, Alabama only by twenty four points. Alabama's a strange team. Um, because I've been at work, did they name the starter yet? Oh, okay. Get this one. Uh, <clears throat> one of the. I really don't like Nick Saban. I will. I will freely admit his genius, but I don't like him. Um, I will not name. You're the not the only one. I will not name the starting quarterback. I will not name the starting quarterback before the game. I will now name the starting quarterback. It will be both of them. So I have not, still not really named starting quarterback. They're both going to play, but I'm not going to tell. What you did he do? Start. He did a press press conference and then said both yeah. of them. Yeah, said repeatedly all week that he would not uh, he would not reveal the starter till game time. Then today um, I will reveal the, the starting quarterback. They'll they'll both play. Dickhead. Yeah, he sure Dickhead. is because it's 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 a real uh, from a, you know a. Uh, a betting standpoint, well, it could make I think or break it matters the because game. The one uh, is a is a passing machine. You know, the other one likes to throw the deep ball and all that, as we saw in the in the uh, final last year. National championship, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, he he's a different kind of quarterback than the, than the other guy. Um, I can't say his name. Uh, yeah, he's got some kind of Samoan kind of a handle. Um, no, I'm talking about but, the but, one we do know. Um, well, no, that's Josh. Isn't that a, uh, that's uh, Jalen Hurts is the there you go is the one, and Tua Tagavilio is the other guy, but he's the one who throws the ball like a, he's got a shotgun for an arm. That guy compared to he's uh, Jalen Hurts. I believe yeah, so. He's the better quarterback. So um, if he's if he's starting and playing, uh, I wouldn't see any reason why the other guy'd even get into the game, unless it becomes a blowout and they don't need him to be out there anymore. Um, so yeah, I mean it is just kind of a it's kind of a dick move in my for my two cents, but uh, whatever. See, I, I'm this not is a this is a game. This is a game that. Uh, I just want to put out a play on every kind of big game. Uh, and, of course, the number one team in the nation is a big game. And 
Louisville is uh, not a powerhouse, but at least they're a known program for several sports. You know, um, you got guys well, like Patino and uh, I'll finish, and then I'll tell you what I go ahead. I was just saying, I got you know guys like Patino and Patrino and every other scandalous type person, and guys like Kenny Bowen and Jim Cornette from that area can't be very fucking uh, above the, what do you call that, uh, on the level. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Alabama, as a uh, former like degenerate gambler, are so frustrating to either pick for or against because things like this, what you said about Saban, like we don't know who's behind center. And the Jalen uh, Hurt, Hurts, Hurt, whatever the fuck his name is, that Alabama squad is the kind that will, you know, milk the clock and and beat them on on the line and then come up with three big ones, all, uh, you know, after well, they're the, a 12-minute drive or something. Yeah, that, that's the team that wins by, by eight points. Or six but, points. Uh, you you know, know, they get, they get, yeah, the win is they, not in question. Right, but but they don't but they don't blow out win. Whereas yeah. I, I think with the other guy behind center, that's uh, you know it's it's thirty eight to nothing at the half. Right. And and who knows? Like say you don't their know what defense, you're going to get there. So. Their defense is a bunch of pros who are going to beat the piss and overwhelm the shit out of Louisville. But will they overwhelm them to the point where they can score on defense with interceptions and so forth? It's a tough, you know. I'm just going to be a jerk off and take Louisville uh, with the 24. <laughs> well, apparently Louisville has no quarterback. I saw today that they said if they, if if they could take one of Alabama's quarterbacks and put them in Louisville, the game would be relatively close. But they uh-huh. have nothing that's set behind center apparently. So, um, so I'll take Alabama to cover on that one. Uh, but that's a that's an interesting one though, uh, and there was a little bit of rumbling coming out of Alabama that their quarterbacks are not particularly happy right now either. So whether that affects anybody's play, I mean, I'm probably not going to affect a win or a loss, but it may affect uh, some point totals there if if somebody's uh, not pleased with his uh, playing time. You're a young kid and. Uh... I mean, one would assume at the hour we're broadcasting that, that the the guy who's starting knows. But I mean, if you're if you're one of those two gentlemen, young gentlemen, and you don't know until like now that you're fucking starting, you know your head's everywhere. Well, that's a it's an eight o'clock start, so I suppose there's a possibility that he may not tell them till till tomorrow morning. God, he'd be a but, He'd be a real fucking douche if if. But I don't. Yeah, I know. don't think that's the way to to play it. But uh, unless, like I said, there's something going on there between quarterbacks, and he's working his wizardry trying to figure out which of them is going to be a man and which is going to be a baby and all that sort of stuff. Which you know, who knows there? But we've seen it before. Uh, I haven't seen it too much in, in college football. I see it a lot in the pros. And you see it a lot, uh, not that it's quite the same position, but in hockey with goalies, where they'll the mm-hmm. coach will mind fuck both of them, 
until the bitter end and then tr- trying to judge which one is the least affected by the mind fucking and that's the guy they'll go with but uh that could easily backfire but he's got to get in this case for this week it won't matter they got a good enough team that it won't make any difference but uh, into something to something to watch for though uh all right moving on from there we only got a couple left and then you can get to your uh to your uh tom select picks as we'll call them uh, we got Bowling Green at number 24, Oregon. Uh, the Ducks by uh, 33. You know what? Um, Bowling Green can go bowling somewhere else. When you're at Oregon, Chip Kelly are not running up the score. Yeah, so Oregon loves to. They love to score anyway. That's that. That should be a cover for them without too much trouble. I would think they will be. They will be up more than 33 at some point. The only thing you got to sweat is like if they put their foot off the gas and backdoor bullshit, which happens to uh, yeah, betters, never know but, entirely, but, but, but Oregon will will put up a lot, a lot of fucking points on Bowling Green. Yeah, and, uh, it's in Oregon. The weather's going to be seventy, sunny and seventy nine degrees, so just about perfect for football. Maybe a little yeah. cooler would be nice, but but pretty close. Um, so that takes us through to the Sunday game, which is number eight Miami at number twenty-five LSU. Uh, Miami by three and a half. I'm going against the world here. Um, and this game, and I don't know if this makes any difference. This game is being played in Arlington, Texas, for some reason. Nah, uh, yeah, I. I I know why, but I, it's slipping my mind at the moment. Has um, LSU got stadium problems or something? What was the fucking reason? Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know why that is. I I, I, um, I think it, I don't. I don't think it's an issue of of either location. I think it's one of those special NCA fucking deals that they worked out. But uh, I could be wrong because I'm, you know. Oh, it's like a, neutral side, a neutral side game for the hell of it. Yeah, uh, because they're they're two obvious uh, big time fran- uh, big franchise, big time uh, programs. programs. Yeah, um, get, I mean they'll probably they'll probably fill the building. So, and a lot of people are high on the U this year. Um, they've not been back to their old school status in quite a while but they've been uh they've been good and a lot of people are down on LSU and down on the SEC as a whole and i just uh you know i, I Miami might fucking beat them but i'm i'm putting out a TR special on LSU i wouldn't i say LSU wins outright but just take the points as far as my pick and uh, but I, I I see no reason LSU can't win the game. Yeah, I'm not a. Uh, I've never been a Miami fan, even when they were good uh, back in the days of um, uh, Michael Irvin and back that far. Even I couldn't stand right. them. They were always a bunch of cocky <laughs> chain gold chain wearing black guys. <laughs> well, they were good football players. I never liked their off-the-field uh, presentation. Never worked for me much. Um, 
Yeah, I've read a lot about the hype of my that the Miami is back. This is the old Miami. Um, I'm going to have to see some proof of that on the field before I get too excited. Uh, preseason rankings mean nothing. What was that? Uh, what was that old school phenomenon of uh, t-shirts with the guy made criminals versus Catholics or Catholics versus criminals? Was it with Notre Dame and like Miami? Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they used to. They were really, you know, they were kind of the bad boys of college football for for a period of time. Um, yeah, and I think they're trying to take that direction this year, as far as they the may R. be. You know, it did work, so uh, I don't know. Um, I I, I kind of like. I don't know for LSU for the win, but I like LSU for the cover, especially seeing yeah. it's not in Miami. I might have a different feeling about it if it was in Miami. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Sight. Yeah, that can uh, it does matter. And then we have uh, the Monday Nighter. I'm amazed that they're. Well, I guess maybe they have a Monday Nighter this week because they don't. Can, there's no uh, conflict with NFL until next week. Uh, yeah, they're giving us football think, fans some love. Yeah, well, this 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 I think is this is an interesting matchup. Uh, number 19 Florida State at home to number 20 Virginia Tech. And the line is a touchdown to Florida. Um, yeah. The line is Florida State is the favorite, minus seven, right? Yeah, the touchdown, yeah, seven-point seven favorite. Okay. Um, last, I believe it was last season. I lose track of which year is which, as you know. Um this certainly happens on days sometimes also, but um, I believe it was last season. Could be the year before, so uh, don't don't go crazy out there, listeners. But Florida State was ranked third, and Alabama was ranked first in the first game of the season. And Florida State just sucked the bird, and Alabama handled them very easily. Um and they went on to have a mediocre year. Uh, Virginia Tech's one of those teams. Um, Mucker and Grinder are always top 20 every year. I'm taking the seven points, and I would put that pick out there. And I feel strongly about it. Yeah, I don't know what um, – Virginia Tech, for me, has always kind of been the same sort of team every year. They roll out a, a half-decent team every year. They're not great, but they're not horrible. They they surprise a few people. Um, Florida State, on the other hand, has been, well, in recent memory anyway, not particularly, unless I'm missing something, uh, not particularly good. Uh, there used to be a time when that program struck fear into the hearts of uh, all the opposition, but uh, not anymore. Um, I would the say same Bobby Bowden, Florida State. Yeah, you, there you go. That's I was trying to think of the of the coach's name. I couldn't remember because I'm getting old too. Uh, I I'll take that seven points all day long for Virginia Tech. That that's not enough. Uh, I like that. I like that pick too. I could see that easily being a, a road win for Virginia Tech. 
I know. All right, let's go back quickly because there was a couple of games. Let's test our, uh, well, more test than yours because maybe you didn't know the results. Um, there was a couple of games tonight uh, that involved uh, uh, top 10 or top 25 teams, just uh, two or three. Um, so let's let's get your, your pick on these and see if you were right or not. Just who won and who lost. Uh, Wisconsin against Western Kentucky. As far as just winning the game, I would yeah, I would have, I, would I don't know what the said line is. Wisconsin without question. Yeah, yeah, Wisconsin wins thirty-four to three. Uh, number eleven, Michigan State at home to Utah State. Well, Michigan State's the darling. Uh, I would have bet they wouldn't have covered, but did they win? They won, but barely. <laughs> I, I honestly, folks, I, I have not looked at a TV. I came right from work, jumped in the shower, and got on the got on the air. I would have put that out. God damn it! That would have been a winner. And, yeah. In in fact, something bizarre had to have happened in this game. The final score was thirty eight thirty one from was thirty eight thirty one for Michigan State, but Michigan State scored eleven points in the fourth quarter, which means there had to have been two touchbacks. Or uh, you know, tackled in the end zone kind of plays because it's the only way you can get to maybe because they were well they they could have got two point conversion um, if they were losing they couldn't have got two of them though. Well, what what was the final again? Well, I guess they could have got a touchdown. I guess yeah, they could have got an eight point. They could have got a touchdown with a two point conversion and a field goal. I guess gives you eleven. That's what I was. Yeah, okay. That that would make sense. I'm just going to look at the box score quick because it says Michigan uh, escapes. Hayward's late tel- TD helps Michigan State avoid upset. So they were losing 31 to 30 and scored very late in the game to win. So Yeah, I would imagine they were big. Ahead, it's not buddy. a good look on Michigan State, though, because they should have hammered Utah State at home. I would imagine they were big-time favorites, and I would have I would have picked against them. And uh, We will find that in a minute. I just want to see what happened here. Uh, okay, yeah, they scored with two minutes left. So not, not quite as dramatic as they would. But still, that they had to score in their last possession of the game to to uh, to win. The uh, odds on that game were uh, Michigan State by twenty-five. <laughs> 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 well, that would have been a that you would have cashed in on that one. Yeah, uh, luckily. Thank yeah. God we weren't on and I wasn't on the other side. That would have been brutal. Yeah, that one would have been ugly. Um, T.R., you fucking said to take Michigan State. They were improved this year. They're down 31-30, and I'm laying 25, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, shit happens. Suck it up. You got a brain, too. We're just, you know, you got to go, you know, you got to use your own noggin a little bit. And then in a, in a game that I'm, I, I wonder what the over-under was on this one, too. Uh, in a team that just loves to score points, UCF 56-17 over UConn. I'm pretty sure that the University of Central Florida, that that's the only thing they care about down there. 
how far can you throw the ball and can anybody catch it? Because they just love to score points. Even when they lose, they put up a god-awful amount. So now they, they won how many games in a row since they were undefeated last year? Maybe one and Well, I mean, uh, I think they were 13 and 0 last year. The saying they were the uncrowned champion, and if if they have right. a streak from so, the year, if they have a streak uh, going into last season, I don't. I, they might I be on like a they, 15 game win streak. Yeah, or 16. It's possible. I don't know if they won their uh, if they were in a bowl game the year before and won or not. I'm not sure. Um, all right, well, that, that covers that. So now we want to take a look at perhaps a few, well, we won't call them sleeper games, but uh, ones that uh, involve uh, some programs that maybe aren't ranked in the top 25, but uh, are ones people may be interested in or some games that are worth talking about. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. You, you don't have a list in front of you, do you? No, I don't. I, I have to use my phone only, and then I'd have to turn okay, it around. All right. Um, speaker. So let me find – I have to find the odds for these games. Or do I? Um, I might have them here because there are Just a, few. a big – any big programs like – Well, it's, yeah, it's just it's just finding the odds. There was enough games. I, mean, right. I didn't realize there was that many fucking Division One football schools. Um, we got. <laughs> I mean, I knew there was lots of them. But I didn't know there was that many because there's a lot of these that I wouldn't consider uh, uh, worth talking about. Okay, we got you got UMass at Boston College. That's a game. See, there we about. go. That that is a game. Uh, everybody again is on UMass because they scored 63, and you know the the fan base will be right there in that general area. Um, but Boston College is you know a much improved team, and I'm going to say f you people that are all over UMass. I'm going to take Boston College. I'm trying to find the. The list is so long here. I'm trying to find the uh, odds for that game. Uh, what was the last line I heard? I heard that line just yesterday. Well, either I'm a blind motherfucker, which is quite possible. UMass at Boston College. That's got to be, got to be a line on that game. Yeah, there's definitely a line. I just got to be online on that game. I just can't find it. Every wannabe wise guy is on UMass. So many to sort through. Ah, okay. Uh, 18 points to Boston College. Yeah, I'm taking Boston College. Just to, you know, the, the thing is that UMass has a nice offense as proven in week zero. Um, but you can put up, they can put up 21 tomorrow and still I take Boston College to cover the 18. All right. Uh, trying to find if there's a line on this one. I always, Pitt is always a team that seems to 
getting the it's always on TV for some reason, if nothing else. I don't know if that's just because they got good fans or, but they're only playing Albany, so I don't know if there's a line on that game or not. Not um, interested. All right. Uh, what about Cal? I always like to see Cal who they're playing. I'm not. I'm not thinking. North Carolina, I don't know who they're playing. North Carolina at Cal. The University of North Carolina is playing at Cal. Do you have a line there? Because that uh, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking out. for one. Yeah, I'm looking for one. Uh, it is uh, only minus five to Cal. What has North Carolina been doing in the football program that I'm uh, not aware is, of? This is a good question. Or what happened to Cal? <laughs> because, yeah, um, I mean. Cal's obviously not a. Uh, that Cal's always been a team that scored, and uh, playing home to North Carolina, that's uh, it's one of those lines that should scare me away, but I'm still going to take Cal and just fucking pretend it's every other season, <laughs> and every other season they would beat them by fucking Fair three enough. touchdowns. So I'm taking okay. Cal. Um... Are you interested in, okay, they're playing nobody. There's no lines on those games. Missouri and Arkansas are playing this. I don't even, UT Martin. The fuck is UT Martin? Good Lord. my alma mater. Okay, Virginia, but they're just playing Richmond, so there's no line on that. Um, Cincinnati at UCLA. That's a game that most people would be interested in because it's UCLA. Uh, the line is 15 and a half to UCLA. I would, uh, I would take a, the Bruins. Uh, yeah, that must be a no-brainer. Fair enough. Um, After I just cut up the Pac-12 about Washington about a half hour ago, now I'm taking all fucking West Coast teams, but yeah, I, I, I say UCLA over Cincinnati. Speaking of, there's a team that, that I, I noticed that I, we hadn't mentioned, and I and I never saw in any of the games, uh, what's going on in, at, at, in Gatorville down in Florida? That they're not top 25 ranked, and they're starting the season off against Charleston Southern, which there's no line for, of course, because who in the hell is Charleston Southern, you ask yourself. Well, they should uh, beat the piss out of them here regardless of their preseason ranking. But uh, I don't know. Um, on our very show, the college football preview, um, Nate and John discussed the Florida program, and uh, it's definitely not the same as when Urban Meyer, coincidentally, was there and recruiting Tim, T- Tim Tebow. Uh, it's not the same Florida <laughs> team. So um, well, they stick. The only thing I can find on them is that Florida starts with uh, sticks with Felipe Franks as their starting quarterback after going three and five last season. Um, so maybe they don't have much at the, obviously don't have much at the quarterback position. Yeah, I mean they're losing recruits left and right, from what I understand. So. Uh, it's still a big program. Probably sneak into the top 25 by the end of the season. Uh, but 
yeah, if they can throw together some 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 wins, they they get a little bit of name recognition there. Um, Akron at Nebraska. That's one I have uh, a big circle around. I think the over under is about fifty four or something like that. Akron and Nebraska. Scott Frost wants to be Tom Osborne 2.0. He wants the Cornhuskers to be what they were. Uh, I think they're going to attempt to score a lot, which makes me like the over in that game uh, because I I know for a fact it was in the 50s like a couple days ago. Uh, That I remember vividly. And I said to myself, well, if Akron can put up 10, then they're good. Because uh, I like Nebraska to cover and to go over the total. I'm having issues finding that one. Um, yeah, I remember back when I was a young lad, uh, Nebraska was a – yeah, you didn't want to see that schedule too badly. Yeah, they and they were uh, defensive running machine. Yeah, you you didn't want to see Nebraska on here. On yeah, no, it was not a good. Usually, it did not end well. Um, I'm still not. I can't find. I couldn't find a line for that one. Um, but I imagine Nebraska'd be the favorite there. But uh, yeah, they're 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 but, heavily favored. What else we got? How, about, uh, how do you feel about uh, BYU and Arizona? You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to force I'm not going to force anything. So I, I, I you know, nothing. Don't know. Nah. Right. Well, that pretty, that pretty much covers it, unless there's some sleepers in there that, you know, if you're combing through the the odds and you find something that really sticks out, um, that's about all I got. So. Uh, we still got plenty of time. We could, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about, uh, maybe we, seeing as you and I both missed the college show, maybe we should wrap a little bit here about who we think is going to, team-wise at least, who is, uh, who's going to make a splash, who isn't. Um, the preseason rankings, well, they are what they are, but, um, well, uh, I they're think they're team... usually not horribly wrong either, though. So, I mean, I, th- I don't think there's much of an argument that uh, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, I'm okay with. Then I'm not so sure. I'm not sold on Wisconsin yet. They're a product. Even you know they they won thirty four to three. You had said right. Um, yeah. They're a product of their that split deal. Um, they're in the easier part of the Big Ten, um, or what the fuck is it? Called? You know. Um, yeah, well, they're not so, on the. Uh, they're on the. Uh, they're not in the division with Michigan and Michigan State, right, 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 or right, Ohio right, State, right. or Penn State. Yeah, they're with right. Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, Iowa, yeah. Nebraska, Purdue. So yeah, yippee. Yeah, they're getting a, a favorable ranking position predictions based on that, um, and they're solid. I mean, it's whiskey's always pretty solid. 
Uh, I mean, however, I watched the uh, the Northwestern Purdue game was on yesterday. And yeah, it was what thirty one twenty seven. Yeah, but it was. Uh, um, how do I put it? It wasn't a particularly well played game. There was. It was easily seen that, the, that those were two uh, lower tier programs. Let's put it that way. That uh, against a, a decent team, either of those teams is going to get hung out to dry. Uh, a lot of, you I know, mean, sure, g- g- game one, two, but a lot of mistakes. Uh, not a lot at the quarterback position for either team. Um, kind of felt like you were watching a really, 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 really good high school game. Yeah. You know, I was just going to make a point that kind of echoed what you just segued into by accident. Um, when you're when you're up there like us, uh, 50 and 48 respectively, and we have children that are older than the people that we're watching on TV playing <laughs> against each other, oh, fuck you, uh, you kind of sit back and think, well, do I willingly want to bet on somebody that's younger than my kid to, uh, to count on them to perform? And it's kind of a... Uh, Kind of an illogical thing. This uh, well, yeah, I mean, gambling. parlay it into if um, at your job, uh, okay, this whatever it is, this thing needs to get done, and it needs right. to be done right, and it has to be done on time, and this can't get fucked up. And your choice is twenty-one-year-old kid or fifty-year-old dude. Both, both who've worked there, you know, the, the 21-year-old, he's got a piece of paper that says he can work there, but he's only worked there for a year. And then the 50-year-old guy who's worked there for 25 years and right. knows the ins and outs, blah, 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 blah. Where, well, where's, unless it's a physical job, you're going right. to the 50-year-old. Yeah, you're going to the 50-year-old. Yeah. And if it is a physical job, you're still probably, you're going to give it to the 50-year-old and the 21-year-old. But the 50-year-old's going to make sure that it gets done. <laughs> Right, 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 right. Yeah, so the football and is the in same. Some, I have in really, some cases, it's like 18 and 19-year-old as well. Yeah, I, I have a real hard time, like even if with NFL, when I look at the teams and I go, okay, you want me to I'm, – I'm supposed to put money down on Jimmy Garoppolo and the seven San Francisco 49ers, but I remember when the 49ers were good. And yeah. he ain't no Steve Young and he ain't no Joe Montana. And it's – you know, it's hard to get those – Sometimes I can call it football even more so because the games really tend to uh, they really tend to stick out. You know, if you've got a program that you really are a fan of, you know, you remember the up the beatdowns and the probably even more so than you do in pro football because they just don't play as much. Right. Especially against yeah, you know, I mean, Michigan, Michigan State. Let's say. I mean, I can tell you. Yeah. I mean, you know, the pain. <laughs> Cause it's there. Yeah, you'd get along with uh, uh, my the Kreiser family, who are longtime friends of mine. Um, but they, I met Chris, who's my it was in my grade in fifth grade when they moved from Ann Arbor or just outside of Ann Arbor, um, and you know are still to this day Michigan freaks. Uh, yeah, it's in the. I know it's. It's a really, it's amazing when a person really stops to think about it, how culturally ingrained sports are in North American life. 
Yeah. If you, you know, you are a weird, like for your neck of the woods, you're a weird motherfucker if you live in Philadelphia and don't and don't like the Eagles. And there are some that are just, uh, as you and, said, and weird it's, motherfuckers. It's okay to not like football. That's better than not liking the Eagles. You're better right, off to say, right, well, I just right. don't really follow football. Well, I fucking hate the Eagles. I really like the Steelers. What? You motherfucker. Right. Off we throw you off the bus while it's moving. Yeah, there was a guy at work tonight wearing a cowboy fucking jersey. Not jersey, but a uh, tank top. That takes balls. A certain amount. Yeah, it does. Yeah, a certain does. amount. Uh, um, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a young pup there. I can't say a word. So. <laughs> yeah, but you can you still you still saw it for what it was though. Um, yeah. I don't know. For who do you who do you gun for in the college world? Nobody. Penn State is our. Is our Penn, team. Penn State is here. And is even here, though there are a to? couple there are a couple hours up the road, but they've all, always been linked to Philadelphia fandom. Um of course the scandal, uh some people ran and hide eh, hid rather. That has nothing to do with but, that has nothing to do with the kids that that scandal had nothing to do with anybody that played there. So No. Um, um that, that that would have been a different but, thing if the if it would have been a coach running a pedophile ring and the players were all involved, that would have been different. But you had one yeah, sick, couple, couple old sick fucks. I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, when me and you are on, a, uh, we're not really highly interested in callers anyway. I was going to say if we start talking about that, we might get bludgeoned by calls. But you know, uh, I you know I gotta say it's 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 years later and everything, but. Uh, not to uh, condone or abs- uh, what's the word abstain? I-, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but uh, not to. Uh, you want to downplay or make it less than it was? Right. Thank you. Uh, but but Joe Paterno, um, of course, with that fucking weirdo Sandusky was doing is obviously disgusting. Fuck him. But the people that were really crushing Paterno. Uh, it they were they were totally not taken into consideration that that fucking guy knew nothing except football. Like he could see somebody getting shot in the head with his own eyes during one of think? his fucking practices, and he wouldn't even remember it that night because he was in the playbook, you know. And he came from well, a different you, era. You take what that I mean, and I don't know the whole. I'm not sure if the whole story ever did come out on that. Um, he only, he really, and not to defend him, don't get me wrong, but he only did what 99% of other guys would have done. He wasn't 100%. He got told something, but didn't really have, from what I can, from what I understand, was not really presented with any hardcore proof. Like, he didn't see it happening. He was told what was going on, but... I want to also add to your to your percentage that of of that era, that age range, et cetera, when life was a little bit different. Yeah, and he he looked at that and probably said, well, there's two, I, I have two choices here. I can go public with this and bury the program, or I can hope that uh, this guy retires and goes away and it, and it never comes out, and by the time it does, it doesn't matter anymore. And I saved the... the, the uh, the school and 
the team and all that, all the grief that's going to come with me um, saying this is going on. <clears throat> now, granted, that doesn't necessarily make it right, but I can understand, uh, given his position, you know, I, you know it's, it's really easy for for people to say, yeah, I fucking do the right thing. Um, well, okay. I have, uh, a com- I, I have a yeah. Yeah. Well, I pre- I present to you. Um, you see a gang murder in your front and front yard, and the guy knows you saw it and puts a gun in your head and says, "Don't say, you know, you know the typical Hollywood bullshit. Don't say a word. Or I'm coming back here to kill you and your family. Are you doing the right thing?" Well, I mean that's that's not even in movies. This fucking uh, everybody talks about Chicago. Philly's had like a. A, a high of two decades in murders, but we don't want to strike too I mean, far because I have a completely. Yeah, I mean, people ahead. get murdered on the streets all the time, and people don't do the right thing. I saw fucking nothing, yeah. and I kept walking because I don't want to get involved. And I under, and on on one level, I understand that entirely, and I think that's kind of what happened there. He was an old guy who was his loyalty and love was Penn State, Penn State football, and he wasn't going to shit on it. And he didn't. Well, I, I, I half agree, but my overall take is completely different in that he doesn't even fucking consciously know he was n- not participating. Or, in other words, he came from a time like you know he's slightly older than my parents. Uh, he would be if he were still alive. My dad's not alive either, but my mom's eighty-two, and he's he would be slightly older now, I believe. And if if somebody that was close to my mom told her something like that right now, I'm just giving a far-out analogy. She wouldn't have no clue what they were talking about. She'd just go on about her business. Now imagine that a guy that age who's so obsessed and only has one talent, quite frankly, in the world. His obsession and, and his talent was football, coaching the game of football, recruiting, et cetera, et cetera. If, if, if he was, like I made the strange analogy, if, if somebody got shot in the head while they were running practice, he wouldn't even notice just because he was so focused and that was his whole life. Well, you he was know, also, yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, you're, I mean, he was an 80, he was 84 years old. Uh, yeah, I mean. Know, what world, what world was Joe Paterno living in at that point? Yeah, you know, he already, I mean, say, he already lived in a football world to start with but that's his whole bubble right so i mean he may not have it may not even have registered in a way that it would for the rest of us you you, you could be right yeah you could be right it wasn't it wasn't the 2018 everybody's aware of everything era it was the what i don't know tell me later uh anyway hit the pad you motherfucker yeah well and he he forgot that you know how many people like far into it on this show, but how many people with the whole priest thing, lots of people knew about that, but it was just, you know, we, it's just an area. We're just not going to, I, I almost can't believe it because it's so ridiculous. And why would it, you know, no, not a priest come on. That's you're crazy. And look what I mean. Look, look what's gone on there. We, you know, you could write novels about all the nonsense that's went on in that department um, several. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, we don't want to go down that road, but uh, Penn State, a re- recovering program, as you say. 
That they sounds like an AA commercial. They do some good luck. Well, it kind of is in a way, you know. The, I mean, the, the, it's the trouble with the with the whole um, NCAA thing, and you know, that you get painted with a brush, right? Because I, I don't know how else you do it. But okay, well, so two guys that really didn't uh, have well, one guy, I guess, that sort of was connected to the football team, but sort of wasn't. Um, did something disgusting and fully deserved the punishment he got. No argument there. But then the program, who has kids in it that weren't even there when any of this was going on, they get slapped with the brush of, uh, because people are retarded, you know, for lack of a better word, uh, cheaters. You know, the, the Penn State cheated. Well, they really didn't. I mean, I, I don't know that the football sanctions, I, I don't. I, I never understood the punishment. They should have punished the school financially and maybe that sort of stuff, but I didn't understand punishing the football team with scholarships. I couldn't quite figure out why that was the punishment. Yeah. When it, really, I mean, when it really didn't have that much to do with the actual workings of the football team, really, when it came right down to you're it. Not, you're not going to get an argument on this end. I, uh... I mean, especially when you take like what's going on right now, where you've got a guy who basically got caught and got a slap on the wrist. And other programs have been fucking given the, you know, two and three year, you know, where, where's uh, where's Ohio State's bowl ban? You know, where's that at? Yeah. Um, see, it's almost a can of worms. It's, it's almost going to turn into the Me Too movement, the Tim and Tom scene. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but it's, I, I realize that they're, they're fucked. I mean, if they if they give them too much punishment, they lose. If they don't give them enough, they lose. But there doesn't seem to say be that, any rhyme or reason to any of it. Let's just say that Nate Bush is uh, running the podcast world. All right? Uh, let's Let's go on a time machine to when my daughter is, uh, I don't know, seven. And you got to follow me here, Tim. Um, so all, you, all you know about me is I'm a good dude. I do the show with you, blah, 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 blah. And you're, you're, my, you're my senior on the show. You're Urban Meyer, um, whatever that fucking guy's name is, uh, Zach Smith. I think that's his name, and Courtney Smith was his wife. Well, Courtney reminds me of my ex, like a fucking nut, the one in question. So Tim knows Tom, Urban Meyer knows, this is real-world stuff here. We're not being uh, outraged. We're just taking it at face value. Um, Tim Tim is playing the part of Urban Meyer in this analogy, and I'm playing the part of the domestic fight abuser i'm a fucking crazy old lady like the domestic abuser does um that's factual i tell you all fair in our relationship going into this season of the program about how many times she's punched me in the face got too drunk acted up in front of urban meyer slash tim and his wife when we got together she's just a handful and then that that chick reports that she's been beaten by me. Um, 
I imagine he was as close to his coach as you are to me or, you know, somewhere in that, you know, area. Fair enough. And you know from a, from, from a predisposition that I, that I slash he goes out with a crazy bitch. You might be like, oh, Christ, she's fucking bullshitting. Uh, I mean, that's that's not the, like the, they say, Donald Trump's says non-presidential things, and that's not the uh, head coach of a major university thing to say, but it's fucking real life. I mean, it, it's a theory. I mean, I don't have it any would be, proof. I, I don't know I, I would guys. say that the first time, it would be exactly what he said. It would be, what, well, what, what credibility does she have? She's a crazy bitch. You know, we've seen her right. do the exact opposite. We've seen her do the exact opposite on how many occasions. We're going to have to have right. a little more than her word on that one. Right. Right. So, I mean, Urban Meyer playing the part of Tim. Does Tim fucking report it to Nate, who runs the podcast world slash NCAA, uh, about possible violation of domestic uh, violence because Courtney Crazy Bitch Smith. Right. And there's where the troubles. There's where the trouble whether she because whether she did or didn't whether whether right. he did or didn't we don't know and he may have but that's where the but that's where the trouble starts because if you're running an NCAA football team you have to I guess that's, that's where logic and I agree that's where logic goes out the window but you have to if for no other reason to cover your ass so that people can't say when did you know. When did you know and when did you tell people you knew? So you tried to, because it looks like you tried to cover it up, even if you didn't. Yeah. Because that's the, that's, I mean, the, that's the, that's the angle that, you know, that they take, right? And and then, of see, course, too, see, then you get painted with a brush. Well, if you knew about it, you might as well, you might as well have done it. You might as well have hit her, too. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Whatever. <laughs> you know. There's and like and the reason. this coming out, but. The the reason I, I I brought it up in that regard is because of his press conference where he said he was sorry that he didn't, you know, let the university know, et cetera. And then they had they that was done on purpose obviously. And he and he hoped he got away with it because obviously he knows this Courtney Smith is a fucking wackadoo. And and all the women's groups and the, the people and the alma mater and now that what's her name uh, Michelle Beadle. God, don't get me started on her. She claims she's not going to fucking watch football anymore. What a bitch! Fuck you. Go away. She should have been. But she anyway, been fucking fired ten minutes after she made that statement. I agree. You're going to be the host of the morning fucking show, but you're and today in football, which I didn't fucking watch and have no idea what happened. I'm going to tell you about what did. What? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Keep, keep, keep her dumbass in mind until I finish. But all those types of people made another outrage because he didn't apologize to Courtney. So he had to come out and say again, probably it doesn't take a fucking very wise man who's been around the block to say that this was a volatile relationship. It wasn't just a uh, fucking wife beater. It was the 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 source of the complaint is not very credible, and he's probably like, man, uh, I just want this to be over. 
you know, he's still being partly human. Like you said, you know, if you take, if you sign that contract and, and you take that responsibility of, of being the coach and Urban Meyer is no saint, let's not get that twisted. But none of them are. Don't kid yourself. You'll yeah, get those I mean, without, without doing a little, little bit of squeeze here and there. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, if, if you, if you, if you take it from the, uh, perceived world and put it in the real one that we actually live in and a crazy bitch you know complains that she's getting beat when she may be or she may not be it might not be a good thing because he had to come back with a second apology to Courtney which was important to everybody that he apologized to her because you know well, she was right. victimized the thing would be, and she'll get, if, if we, she will have a book. She will have a book soon, by the way. Oh, sure. If, if we lived in a world of common sense, could you could come out and say, "Look, this allegation has been made by Party A against Party B." If we lived in a world of normalness, everybody would go, "All right, um, the allegation was made, and let's wait to see how this plays out." Oh, exactly. no, there was nothing to the there was nothing to the allegation. Well, fuck Party A then. But in this world, Party A makes the allegation against Party B. Party B is a guilty motherfucker who should be strung up by a rope, or or not even a guy, whoever, whatever it is. And your reputation and your job and three quarters of it is ruined. And there's no um, there's no requirement of proof. Right, which is maybe, which is, you know, maybe the reason why people don't speak or speak too fast. I mean, if you knew, like I said, if you knew that it would be handled appropriately, all right, somebody made an allegation against you. It's not true. Well, don't sweat it. It's not true. They'll, 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 you know, there'll, there'll be an investigation. It's going to come out that you didn't do anything, and you can just go on. But that's not how it works in the real world. Um, there may or may not be an investigation. You may not even get a chance to go on because you might get hoofed before, uh, you know, I, I mean, going, not to take it into that world, but we're taking it there anyway. It's becoming the Tim and Tom show. Um, none of those allegations against any of those people have ever been proven in a court of law except for Cosby. He's the only one. That's correct. None of the rest of them have even been in a court. Yet. None. I think Weinstein may end up. Weinstein. He's probably going to end up there at some point, and he he's probably going to be guilty. He's probably going to be yeah. guilty. And you know what? I'm fine with that. Once they actually do that, but until they do that, I don't understand why. I mean, God, we let people out on parole for for murders, <laughs> you know, stuff way worse. Than, I mean, not which is not to condone what any of them did if they did it. But I, I can't believe we've come to the point where if you say it, it happened, and I say it didn't, those two don't cancel each other out. And somebody doesn't say, well, maybe we should hand this over to the authorities. And, you know, if there's something that can legally be done about this, then it should be done. And when it's done, all right, you've been charged and found guilty of a crime, then we'll deal with you as far as your position at work and, you know, uh, it just it just seems ridiculous to me, and it is. But moving on from that, um, you know, you know, to take of if we do have listeners that are uh, of a certain uh, mindset, 
the take of our handicapping show is those fucking guys defend wife beaters and molesters. <laughs> no, we we don't when they're found guilty. We just I'm not yeah. I refuse to throw anybody under the bus on hearsay. That just doesn't work for me. I don't care what it is, good or bad in my department. Same with all the Trump shit. Well, you know, throw as much shit at the wall as you want, but where's your show me some facts. No, no, no. Well, Jim said he did it. No, that's not a fact. That's just Jim saying he did it. Show me some yeah. proof. If you got some proof, then I'm fine with it. You know, if he was to get impeached and kicked out of office because he does something stupid and he has it coming, there ain't no problem with that. Zero. Just don't make shit up. I don't think anybody would. Shit. Yeah, people's opi- opinion is not fact. You saying that you think that's how it is is not good enough for me. I might help sway me to some degree on my own opinion, but it does not make things, you know, you and I can both sit here and go, well, you know what, Alabama's the best team in the world. Doesn't make it so. It's not a fact. They might be the the best band. They might be. They might be, but until they win the national championship, then that, that fact is not a fact. That's just our opinion. You didn't catch Until it's that. it's proven. But anyway, I hope they don't because I'm sick and tired of uh, – well, okay, which brings me to another point. I think – I don't know if I shared this with you. I think I might have shared it with Nate. It was a change I wanted to make to the NCAA that will never happen because it would uh, probably cost too much money. But what I would like to see, 25 te- teams don't play – that they do it like – and I don't know how familiar you are with uh, – with uh, English soccer, but they would have like not uh, at all. Okay, well they have like Division One and Division Two and Division Three. The best teams play in Division One, and they play each other. You don't play. You know Alabama doesn't go and play a game at fucking Furman College. They play each other so that the team that's the best team is the one that wins. And the bottom, the bottom three teams every year drop down and then top three from division one or division two in this case move up into division one so you would get to see like every week you would see like let's say they they couldn't do it with 25 teams because that's an uneven amount but let's say it was 20 you'd see the top 20 teams playing each other every week one 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 road game one 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 away one at home and the team with the best record at the end, they're the winners. Selfishly, it's a nice plan, but... Yeah, I know uh, economically it would never swing. No. But it would, but it would take not. care of this problem. Like, even now, you know, we've went from what? We went from, I don't know how many years it's been, but from when it was strictly, you know, they play the ball games and uh, everybody would vote and whoever was the winner was the winner. Then they went to one yeah. game. That wasn't good enough. Uh, now there's four teams. It won't be long, and that's not going to be good enough. And at what point does, you know, where's the line in the sand? Um, is there a better way to do it? Um, is there some kind of a system maybe they could come up with where, okay, beating, uh, I know they claim it's that that's how they do it, but I don't really think it is. Okay, Alabama plays, you know, whoever the hell they're playing tomorrow. And they beat them, but that team's shit. So that win's only worth, you know, 10 points. Whereas, 
uh, Notre Dame plays Michigan and beats Michigan, okay, well that's a that's a top twenty team you just beat. So that that win is worth more than a win against a non-ranked team. And it's physical, and we know, and it's not. We're just not talking about it. We actually know what the values are. So we all know that that road, that that win is worth more than that other win. So they can't say, well, you know, well we took uh, like they do it in basketball. We took strength of schedule into consideration. No, you didn't. Or half the teams that were in there wouldn't even be in there. That's uh, slippery slope with college. Uh, I'm not necessarily arguing what you what you're saying, but we oh, both uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing. What we what we both had, uh, admitted, well, not admitted, our opinion was similar earlier about Michigan. That in both our opinions, they should be ranked higher, and the guys that the AP, uh, whatever ranking you want to use, they're fucking dorky writers, you know, from around the country. So until until we get a sense of who actually are the you know during the season, you know there's going to be some top tens right now. Uh, there probably won't be many, but there'll probably be one or two top ten teams right now that by week seven will be like have two losses and and be out of the top well, twenty five. Um, if if Washington loses to uh, Auburn. And then loses another game, they'll be out of the top ten. They'll be out in two weeks. Uh, yeah, I don't know who they're playing next week. But I don't know who they play I'm in saying, the next game. Me neither. But what I'm saying is, you uh, you'd also need a a concrete. Uh, it's uh, again, it's opinion of top twenty. I mean, it's it's pretty much a fact that Alabama's stacked with like the best players. Uh, just from their recruiting and so forth. So, but the the other teams, you know, you can't really. It's all it's all guesswork. So it's really it's really hard to. I see what you're so saying. You I mean, the, it would make. But this, it this would make for interesting television, right. etc. This feeds into my point, though. Like, if you look at Alabama's schedule, they don't even play a top fucking of the rankings right now. They don't play a top twenty-five team till November. They've got like uh, bullshit games. I, I did not know that was the case. Um, well, they play they, Louisville, Arkansas State, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, Tennessee. Then they have 25th ranked LSU, so who knows where they'll be by that time. Uh, number 18, Mississippi. Then they play the Citadel, for God's sake. And they, the only game they have worth talking about is they finish against Auburn. And that's it. That's a fucking so, cake schedule. Hold on for a second with this audio. I have to lean forward to turn that off. Okay. Um, I, mean, I mean, so they could easily go 12-0 and and beat one team worth talking about, Auburn. Yeah, I, I had no idea that was what I'm getting at about the – like that, that schedule is bullshit for a fucking a team that's been what one or in the playoff the last four or five years. That's a, that that strength of schedule sucks balls. Can't argue with the names you just rattled off. I uh, yeah, I mean they're just not I, much in there. 
if uh, on 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 the other end of the spectrum, if they get an L, meaning a loss for you people who don't get the abbreviation, uh, they should drop mightily because of the lack of uh, strength of competition. No, and not no, not to beat anybody's horns, but because of where Michigan plays, they got number twelve Notre Dame. Then they got a couple of uh, a handful of nobodies. Cream puffs. Then in in succession they play number four Wisconsin, number eleven Michigan State, and number ten Penn State. Then they got two weeks of nothing, and then they play number five Ohio State. Well, <laughs> who who is so? Let's say that they that they, let's, let's say they lost two of those games and they're eight and two, or that would make them uh, ten and two. Uh, that ten and two is way more impressive than the twelve and zero that Alabama puts up even if they beat Clemson. But it won't be rankings-wise. Two losses, might you may not even see the playoff. Um, don't have a strong argument against that. All right, fair enough. Well, I'm, just, I'm spitballing because sometimes this stuff – I mean, I know nothing is perfect, and when you've got divisions and they have to play games inside their own divisions, that that's going to happen when you run into uh, – uh, pockets of, uh, of, for instance, the Big Ten, where you got Michigan and Ohio State, and you got three or four teams there that are top twenty-five ranked. You know, there's you 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 can't avoid it there, but it just seems that I mean, it's like everything else. Let's not kid ourselves. There's a certain amount of money and politics in a, in in play, regardless of what happens on the field. Sure, sure. You know, whenever whenever well, whenever whenever it's not just down to a game. Whenever it's down to, well, who's going to play who, and, you know, the rankings are going to determine who's going to play who, you know, when men are involved, that that's just how it works. There's going to be some stuff not above board, and uh, guys who may not even really be aware of it, you know, they're not consciously trying to be homers, but it's, I mean, it's hard not to be. You know, if you got to pick between uh, uh, the Eagles and the Cowboys, regardless of what you're picking for, you're probably picking the Eagles. <laughs> it's probably not going to matter. Okay, for sure. So I guess that's I guess actually you know. <laughs> actually, I have to I have to bring something up because, in case for whatever reason we're not on the air before Thursday, um, is it is it just the Eagles Falcons Thursday or is there a doubleheader? No, it's just no, it's just uh, just the one. And then there's what a doubleheader Monday night or something, or some sort. Well, no, then well then there's the Sunday, regular Sunday, and and then whatever happens on Monday. I think there's two games on Monday, but uh, just could be. But before before likely before we're back on the air, uh, I I got to give out a pick that will uh, stun a lot of people. Um, Thursday night game. Is here. Um, it's home. It's the it's the same building where we barely beat on our road to our first Super Bowl ever. We barely beat the Atlanta Falcons, who have a revenge game. Obviously, uh, playing us Thursday night. Our team. It's kind of like Nick Saban was being a dick. Well, Doug Peterson is unintentionally being a dick because he really doesn't know if 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 it's the right thing to do uh, if he if Carson Wentz is cleared 
and I think it would be completely wrong to start Carson Wentz on the record. Um, but uh, Nick Foles has drifted off, and preseason means nothing. I understand that, but he's drifted off into that Nick Foles that he can be sometimes. And Atlanta, uh, as we all know, Atlanta plays like world beaters at home and often has trouble on the road. However, these Eagles are banged up. Um, Without Alshon Jeffrey and without a lot of these weapons, you know, last year was next man up, but the next man up was pretty damn talented. And everything fell right into place for Philadelphia. So unless, you know, I hear that Alshon Jeffrey somehow cleared, uh, he was he supposed to miss two games. And, uh, you know, we have some weapons. I'm all over Atlanta. If you can get it now, yeah. getting points, take the well, Atlanta right now, Falcons. The line is uh, minus two and a half to Philadelphia. Take Atlantic, take the two and a hook right now because if it changes in between now and then, you got the two and a half points. And you've got, you know, like to, to take that further, you've got um, Super Bowl hangover. It's a real yeah, thing. I don't care what anybody says. It's a real thing. You've got um, because you're the Super Bowl champions. Everybody's bringing the A game, and right. then some. You're not getting any right. nights off, even against shitty teams. Um, right. Nick Foles has to – if Carson Wentz is not 100%, and I mean 100%, Nick Foles has got to start. You don't dare mm-hmm. you don't dare throw Carson Wentz out there unless he's really ready to play. Um, you're in a right. weak division. Yeah, you're in a weak division. You can afford the loss, in all honesty. You can take the – I mean, you can afford a down. couple. Yeah, you can you afford can, a couple. Nobody's undefeated. It's, it's not – and even the, the fact of the – Patriots went undefeated and didn't win the Super Bowl, so who gives a fuck? That's, I mean, it's a nice record to hang on the wall, but really at the end of the day means nothing. Um, take, to be quite honest, if I'm the Eagles, I might even be looking at it that way. You know what? We're not going to throw Wentz out there. He's really our guy. As much as Foles impressed, he's not really their go-to. Um, let's play Nick. If he if he sucks, we'll we'll put the backup in whoever their third stringer is, um, which I don't even know. Um, Nate Sudfeld. Throw. Who? Nate Sudfeld. Who? From, from what Indiana. I understand, now that you say that, now that you say that name, though, from what I understand, he hadn't, didn't play too bad in the preseason. No, he's he, he he's a clone. He's a clone of Wentz and and. and Foles, he's like six five, right. blonde hair. Okay, well then you, you throw Foles out there. If he falls flat on his face, you throw the other guy in, and if you take the beating on opening night, you take it. And you look towards week two. I don't know who they play next, but you look towards week two, and hopefully by that time you've got more of an idea of what's going on with uh, with uh, Wentz. And you because they play Tampa Bay uh, at Tampa Bay, and then they play the Colts. And then they got a tough one. Then yeah. they got a couple of tough ones. Then they got the Titans yeah. and the Vikings after that. So that that those are you. You better know where you're at by uh, by week three. So you got you got a week. Yeah, I mean, you could go even go. You could even go zero and two, and still be okay. I mean, uh, coming from this town, uh, they like I say about basketball, they're all blind to reality of the fans, and 
they don't think about the season. It's uh, 16 games. And Carson Wentz is a young, vibrant, energetic maniac who's way ahead of schedule with his injuries. And he's doing all these crazy drills, and he's trying to get cleared. He's almost the Daniel Bryan uh, in wrestling of, of football. Like, he's, he's, he wants a ring himself as opposed to, you know, being the guy that got hurt and led them there. And, dude, chill the fuck out. Like, even if he gets cleared, uh, I think Doug Peterson said he'll know. Like, uh, I think even he if he said he would cleared, know. He should, he should not start. I agree. Maybe put him in uh, when the if a situation. Could you, you can't blow. Could you it. imagine? Could you imagine on national television if you get a guy who who's three months ahead of schedule as far as recovery and just got cleared, but has not had any contact, et cetera, and plays the aggressive style that Carson Wentz plays. He goes out there and, and they and they tear his and gets hurt shit. the first game whether it be knee or anything else, and is out for a season. When you could have just went with your Super Bowl MVP, seen how, you know, played the game, you still got the 53-man roster. Said you 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 throw you throw foals out there, and if you don't win, you blame it on all the things I just said. Ah, Super Bowl right. hangover. You know, well, we're just still working the kinks out. No big deal. We're the, God, we're the fucking Philadelphia Eagles, boy. One one loss does I, not make or break us. We're better. Than I don't that. know if you've seen them. I don't know if you've seen them, but uh, you know their first team uh, looks horrendous. And granted, like I said, Jeffrey hasn't been playing, and Aguilar hasn't been playing, and uh, uh, the weapons, the running backs. Uh, well, Corey I look at it this way. Play. Let's say they lose to the Falcons. Fair enough. So they're all. Uh, I'm saying that I'm saying they may. Yeah, uh, they they should beat Tampa Bay. They should beat Indianapolis. So that's two and one. Let's let's give them a loss to Tennessee and a loss to to Minnesota. So they're two and three after five games. But then they've got the Giants, the Jags, the Cowboys, the Saints, the Giants, the Redskins, the Cowboys. The Rams, the Texans, the Redskins. I mean, there's they shouldn't lose a game in their division. That should be wins right there. That should put them to that. That should clinch the division. That gives them eight wins. They manage one more. Nine will do it in that division, unless somebody really sneaks up. Because I don't think the the Giants have got nothing, and I don't really think as much as it pains me that the Cowboys don't have much either. Unless, like I said, there's some surprises there somewhere. Uh, I don't like the Redskins either, so there's there, there's no reason why they still couldn't go easily go ten and five or ten and six and win the division with fucking without even thinking about it. So, yeah, in my opinion, in my opinion here, and it seems like yours there. There's no rush, Carson. Just chill the fuck out. You're already ahead of schedule. No, there's no need. The last, like I said, the last thing you want to do is is find out you throw him out there. He gets hurt, and you find out Nick Foles isn't Nick Foles, or that he's, or that he is Nick Foles, the one that we used to see. Now what? Right. right. At least the other way, you're covered. And like I said, that first game, you know, well, it'll tell you a lot about how the how the franchise views their 
their their team and all that by how they handle that first game. I wouldn't even give I wouldn't give two fucks about that first game. They they play and then they've got ten days before they play again. They don't play again till the fifteenth. Yeah. So I would take that. I would take that's what another three weeks for him to get better. If he's better, yeah. you throw him out there against Tampa Bay. Who the thing is, he you go ahead about Tampa. Well, they're you know that's a little bit weak. lesser of an opponent than they're than pretty Atlanta weak. Or yeah, so that's I mean that's where I would go if I was looking at playing them. That's where I play them. Yeah, I mean, uh, it. In one argument could be, well, if the, if, if the medical team cleared him, what the fuck? Why not? Well, he's he's not supposed to be well for two the to three more months. Motherfucker hasn't taken a injury. fucking snap in how long? With, I mean, he he did all those uh, non-contact. Yeah, yeah. As That's I tell a Nate big all fucking the time. difference. Yeah, as I tell Nate, Al Bundy scored four touchdowns in a high school game too. So what? Yeah. You know, that doesn't count. I mean, okay, better than that he sucked and all that stuff. All right, fine. But but that's, you know, like I said, he hasn't taken a game situation snap in how long? Uh, a long time. And you certainly don't want him to go out there on, on opening night, you know, thinking that the weight of the franchise is on his shoulders and he's got to produce or he might not Which keep he does. his job and all that stuff. Because then he's going to go out and try to do something that maybe he's not quite capable of doing yet, and then he is going to get hurt. And that's the last, and, thing. That's the last thing they need to have happen. In press maybe conferences, he's already, he's already been asked, are you still going to play with a reckless abandon? Because, you know, he's not he's not a guy who's going to slide like five yards before he No, guy, and the answer to that is going to be, fuck yeah, of course I am. Yep. I that's what I he's can't been, play any other way. That's what he's been saying. And well, that's how the good, I believe, the good ones. That's that's how they play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with his uh, moxie. No, me neither. I like the guy, but sometimes you got to save people from themselves. And if if well, we want to, yeah, particularly the quarterback position, where there's yeah. you're not a pussy if you slide. Yeah, you know, getting, and, getting run over by defensive linemen just for the hell of it is uh, is stupid. And you you know I'm very honest about my home teams, and I would point out their flaws. This guy is special. It was a, an incredible draft he's, by Howie Roseman. He's a hell of a quarterback. Uh, I would like to see him in a Cowboys jersey without any trouble whatsoever. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Well, uh, you never know what can happen in the NFL in 10 years. But, uh, you never know. Right now it ain't happening. But he's, no. he's a special talent. So, Definitely uh, you got to calm that motherfucker down. Let him go to the fucking North. He always goes to North Dakota, like, after games and hunts. That, like, kills him out to kill animals. And then he's uh, <laughs> then he's fine, and then he prays a lot. He's very spiritual. Well, whatever. Hey, you know what? I, there again, I don't give a fuck what he does. If he plays for my team and they put up W's, as long as it's not illegal what he's doing, don't care. And even then, I might not care very much, depending on what it was. Yeah. But, yeah, note. so I'm 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 officially putting out the uh, the the Falcon right. well, as of a, right now. That's a good end to the show, as Tom is calling it, a week in advance. Not quite, but close enough for our purposes. 
Uh, don't take the Eagles on Thursday. You heard it here. Yeah. So uh, on that note, look for um, further information. I guess it will fire it up on the Twitter machine about the Patreon page and what you got to do to get there, et cetera, et cetera. As we've laid that in the uh, hands of our uh, CEO, Nate Bush, who's looking after it and better be because if he's not, he's going to need to prescribe himself a few drugs. Um, Yeah. So next week we'll we'll have things to figure out a little bit uh, uh, a little bit better and uh, we won't uh, we won't ramble here at the end we'll when we're done we'll be, we'll just we'll just quit when we're done for next week um, but uh, yeah look forward to some uh, classic picks and we'll uh, I will I will update on the Twitter um, what the record was and how we did although we didn't really get into it too deep this week but. Uh, uh, next week we'll we'll attack it with a little more vigor uh, when you're paying for it. Let's look at it that yes, way. You just got a just got a little taste today about uh, about what you're looking at. And uh, with that, uh, I guess we'll wrap it up, and uh, we'll see you next week on uh, Wide Men on NCAA Football. Thomas. Peace.